say goodbye. I say hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Hope we didn't have to pay for that. I don't think we could afford the Beatles. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. Hey, listen, seriously, listeners, we're saying goodbye and we're saying hello. Mm. Literally, t- and it's a, some, some really tough, a tough goodbye, at least for me. And I'm sure the critic as well. But we're saying hello to some new TV shows and we're saying goodbye to the finales that we're going to talk about. But first, let's say hello to TNT's Claws Season 2. Yes, Nisi Nash and that eclectic crew is back. It's very strange, that crew. (laughs) It's a strange show. (laughs) I I am not caught up to Season 2. I am on Season 1 and I'm not sure how... I have to figure out what I'm making of this show. Mm. And maybe I don't make anything of it. Maybe I just let it wash over me, as you say. I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's right. I mean, you know, look, this is a summer show. Um, We have Niecy Nash, who was always welcome, (laughs) uh, playing uh, a nail salon owner who was involved in organized crime. Now, in season one, we saw the guy she was dating is involved in this crime family, roped her in. She has to launder money. That pulls in a, a pharmacy and the like, where they do a little bit of the washing, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it pulls in her employees at the nail salon. And one of her uh, employees is her best friend, who's married to the brother of her boyfriend. So there are all of these kinds of weird connections. She has a brother who's autistic, okay? And that poses problems for her as well. Uh, This is, by the way, he is an adult, okay? So she has to care for him. And then he gets entangled with an employee of hers. And I could keep going with all of these connections. But the point is what the ref hinted at. This is one of the, it might be the, but definitely (laughs) one of the most ridiculous shows on TV. And I will say, even throughout TV history. Oh, wow. One of the most ridiculous, and that's on purpose. You might get a dance break, you never know. Now, in season two, and this is actually a little sneak peek, because it hasn't aired yet, but we're not going to spoil it. No, we won't. But in season two, the question is, so Nisi Nash's character, Desna, she has tried to get out of the life here. Mm. Did she succeed? Well, at the end of season one, we see that. No, she didn't. And in season two, though, the hierarchy has changed. Uh oh. There are some Russians involved. There's always Russians. Yes. <laughs> We're starting with Russians, we'll end with them. <laughs> so she's dealing now with a different power structure, and she has a different role, an elevated role. Those who are up are now down, those who are down are now up. But how can she contend with crazy Russians? Aye. And the head of this Russian family, it is a female, has a sister who announces herself in season two, and that's all I will say. (laughs) (laughs) So now what we have to see is, what is Desna gonna do moving forward in regard to this crime family? Is she gonna be able to fulfill her dreams of having an upscale nail salon, or will she constantly be stuck in the mire of crime? Ooh, that's a good tease. Uh, Cinemax. Yeah. Not Skinamax, but Cinemax Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> has had a uh, has a miniseries that's coming out. It's called CB Strike, 
and it's what you know a couple episodes seven not not it's not a huge commitment yeah but i don't know mu- that much about it so mm-hmm. i think critic you should clue us in well this uh comes to us well it's based on uh the, t- the detective novels by jk rowling ah under her pseudonym robert galbraith so this is the the tug, let's say. Uh, now, I think uh, this miniseries spans all of the novels that J.K. Rowling uh, wrote. So it's not going to come back for another season. It is a literal miniseries. Now, C.B. Strike is the name of um, a detective, a, or I should say a private investigator. Okay. Played by Tom Burke. Uh, and the C stands for Cormorant. So you can see why they, he goes to CB, <laughs> right? So that's his name, CB Strike. Now, he is a veteran of the war in Afghanistan. Uh, he's lost a leg oh. in that war. I believe he was uh, a cop before he became a PI. And he was involved in a, in a famous relationship that broke up. Ooh. So this, the series starts right after that breakup. His office is disheveled. He doesn't quite know what he's doing. So he hires a temp to come in and help him. And that temp is played by Holiday Granger, who is also in uh, that show on Showtime, that limited series that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch Oh, Patrick Melrose. Yes, mm-hmm. Patrick Melrose. So she's here. She was also in um, The Borgias. Uh-huh. So she comes in. And it's just a temporary situation, or is it? Uh-oh. You can start sniffing what's going to happen. Now, she comes in and organizes things. Of course, she's on top of it. So we know that this relationship is not going to break apart. It's only going to get closer. Now, he has to, of course, f- solve some sort of crime. Because at the very beginning of the series, there's this wonderful model who's out at an appearance. She goes home. She's preparing herself to meet somebody who is this. And she ends up dead. Oh, boy. Now, the police deem it a suicide. But her brother, and this is her adopted brother, doesn't believe so. He hires CB Strike to investigate. Of course, this leads to all other kinds of things that are complicated. So with this kind of show, the question's always going to be, why am I watching this? Because we've seen how many of these kinds of shows. Right. Well, I will say that I really think the selling point is the relationship that Tom Burke and Holiday Granger have. They have a wonderful chemistry, and that's it. That would oh. be the selling point. So okay. it, the, the detective stuff is fine, the investigation stuff is fine, it's not bad, but it's nothing new. But I was watching them going, okay, I'm interested in you two, so I'll continue to watch for that. We'll see how long it lasts. So there you go with CB Strike. All right. NBC just came out with a new show called Reverie. It's yeah. in its first season. And it's only about 10 episodes, so it's not, a, again, a huge commitment. But uh, you you got a chance to see the first episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Mm. Um, so Sarah Shahi, veteran of TV, stars as Mara Kent. And she understands human behavior. She was a hostage negotiator formerly. And she's called in to solve a problem. Because there's this company called Onira Tech that has developed a virtual reality 
to beat all virtual realities. <laughs> they have come up with a, a technology that they implant into your brain to, to virtually get rid of the simulation. What? So, so you're in it. You're like literally, you're feeling it. You're smelling it. You're, oh, okay, gotcha. And this technology, along with you, helps you to build your virtual world. It'll pull from your memories, etc. Oh. So what could you imagine would happen as a problem? You get stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the inception. <laughs> hold that thought. So we have this problem. Uh, I think at the beginning, it's seven people have encountered this problem. They're in a hospital ward, a secret one that the company owns, uh, in a coma, essentially. So they have to uh, get Mara to come in and try to get these people out of that reverie. Okay, so that's the name of the simulation. Get them out of there. How can she do that? Now, in the first version of Reverie, you can't go into other people's uh, worlds. But they uh, gave her a second version that hasn't been released, hasn't been vetted. She doesn't know this. And that allows her to get into other people's heads. And it's like a procedural. In the first episode, she deals with one of these people, tries to get him out of it. And we see why he's actually there. He lost his fiance, etc. Oh, so when you get stuck, you don't want, you're stuck for a reason. It's not just like, oh, whoops, I got stuck. The, She's negotiating the, you back to reality. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Now, of course, of course, she has her own problems. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, of course, the question is going to be, will she get stuck one day? And there are little hints dropped in about how that could happen. Now, I will say that Dennis Haysbert is in this. Okay. Uh, another pulls alongside. Okay. So, he plays uh, her former boss, and he's the security consultant for the company. Uh, Jessica Liu, as Alex Barrett, plays the programmer who's involved in creating Reverie, and she's got her own secrets. Uh-huh. And we have Cindy Ramamurthy, who is from uh, uh, Heroes. Okay. He's in it, and he's a scientist who's going, wait a minute, all of this is not up to snuff. We also also have uh, Catherine Morris playing Monica Shar, who's a Defense Department official. So, like the ref said, to just wrap this up, Inception, you think... I was also thinking of The Cell, that movie with Jennifer Lopez, okay, where we had this, it, it, there was absolutely nothing new here. Yeah. Uh, the actual simulation didn't bother me. I think they did a pretty good job with that, but why am I watching this? I don't know. And the point is this, whenever we're watching things or anything in art, the question is, do you want to empathize? Not meaning that you have compassion with the character, but literally, do you want to think their thoughts, be in their heads or not. That's the problem now for a lot of this stuff that I'm watching. They're not giving me the reason to empathize with these people. Okay, what's next? Wow, <laughs> I think we should <laughs> I think we should put away the premieres because that got you <laughs> revved up, Reverie got you revved up. Let's go on to some shows that we're saying goodbye to. Yeah. Um, we're saying goodbye for now. Mm. Uh, to the ki Killing Eve, which is on BBC America, it's coming back. Don't worry, it's not forever. Uh, but it's it's 
you know, you talked a little bit about it. Now it's time for us to hear your conclusive thoughts. Okay, yeah. So this is starring Sandra Oh as Eve Pilastri, the mm-hmm. titular Eve. We remember. Uh, and, you know, she gets involved in this secret uh, government group. Yeah. That needs to hunt down a serial killer, a hit woman. Wow. And that hit woman is uh, Villanelle. That's one of her names. Played by Jodie Comer. Now, if you watched uh, on Stars that uh, a series, what was the name of it? Let me find it. The White Princess. Ah. Uh, oh, she, okay. Yeah. yeah, she was the lead. Mm-hmm. Completely different character. So good for Jodie, because Jodie is really stretching all of her acting muscles here. <laughs> now, this is one of the strangest cat and mouse games you'll ever watch because Eve is has some sort of secret obsession with Villanelle okay there's some sort of attraction going on not sexual but like there's something going on what is that it's like Luther uh, okay now but the difference is Luther is dark whereas this one is kind of has a wink and a humor while oh. they're killing people Oh, okay. Because <laughs> Villanelle is no one to mess around with, and she loves her work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, Jody is just bringing the quirkiness, the weirdness, and just just humor and just loving it. When it's like, what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> what is wrong with her? And she fi- finds out that Eve is up to come find her, and loves that. <laughs> What is wrong with these people? Now, of course, there's a whole team uh, on both sides, and there are connections that are unseen until the end of the season. And then you're not even quite clear who's on what side. Because by the end, Villanelle needs to get out of this life. Uh So we think, well, can she do that? Can she suppress her uh, Her villainous instinct right, (laughs) to be able to be saved? And is that trustworthy or not from Eve's perspective? And at the very end, something shocking happens. Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, wait a minute, where does this leave us for season two? So this is a strange, strange watch, but it's oddly enjoyable. Mm. Uh, the acting is just so specific and weird and wonderful that that alone is the selling point, really. Yeah. And I have no problem empathizing with these crazy characters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we do have to say goodbye and not just a season goodbye, but a series goodbye to one of our favorite shows. I mean, I was talking to the critic. I'm like, what am I going to watch now? I look forward to this every single year. And and again, we're talking about the Americans. Oh, gosh. Oh, flag half mass in our hearts. And which flag, the question, though, is <laughs> I don't know at this point. Now, you've heard us talk about the Americans. Uh, initially, we uh, were talking about the slow burn of the beginning. I mean, we're really seeing, at this point, Philip completely out of the assassin. Not, well, the KJB. KJB. KGB. Um, and he's a travel agent, like, full-time. Yeah, now, now it's not just his cover. Yeah. No, he really is throwing, and it's and it's tanking. Uh, and then on the other side of things, we see Elizabeth going full throttle. Not only uh, her going on mission after mission after mission, but Paige as well, who 
we know she's been training throughout the season. Uh, but then some things happen. Yes. She, we kind of alluded to the fact that she comes into contact with a specific, should we call it a cell group of the KGB? Or maybe it's just the KGB who say, Gorbachev has to go, you're on a new path here, and if you get caught, kill yourself, basically. Yeah. Philip finds out, to make a long story short, and has to, at one point, dig her out of a really deep, dark, yeah. dark hole. He had to dig out that wig again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wig and a mustache. I think that's what upset him so much. He was like, I gotta get this wig again. <laughs> so as we head towards the towards the other half of the of the season, it I will have to say, if you have if you haven't watched this season yet, be patient with it. Now the critic yeah. of course was patient. Yeah. I wasn't. I was like, what is happening here? What? He was like, everything's for a reason. It's specific. I'm like, I don't care. Move on. Why are we line <laughs> dancing? Why are we out country dancing? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and then something happens where, yeah. again, Philip has to dig a certain situation out and they've got to do some things. Yes. Something very specific that I will never forget. Oh. It's the most difficult watch that I think I've had with the Americans. Mm. They had to do something very specific that really put them both in danger as well as all of their family. And by the time you get to the end, I'll just let the critic take it from there. Oh my goodness. If I even get there, Carrie Russell. Oh, geez. Matthew Reese. Come on now. Noah Emmerich. Hello. Holly Taylor. Yes. Look, I'm gonna keep reading. The Russian stat, anybody who's playing a Russian. Oh, you, look, my boy Brandon J. Durden. Yeah, <laughs> every T. <tea. laughs> you ever notice that? He's, I love him. And I, I love, because Brandon, uh, everyone plays a colleague of, of Stan's, who's Noah Emmerich's character at uh, the FBI. Who was his partner and was. now is his boss. There you go. And that balance was beautiful. Oh, it was so good. So Marco Martindale. <laughs> Marco. I mean, I could just read the whole cast. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> to the writers and creators. Yeah. Mr. Yo. Joe Weisberg, who created it. And your writing team, thank you. To the people who directed it and lit it and the boom operator. <laughs> And the crafts table. Yes, thank you for feeding them. <laughs> now, okay, you said let's talk about it at the end. Yeah, yeah we've got to talk about the crash. Because you know what? You said something very interesting. You said it was it, it was like being in a car crash in slow motion. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay. And it was. It is. Yeah. It's literally, you can't stop it but you know it's coming. Exa the whole season, I had a sense of dread. And I think this is why uh, when you were, you know, restless, which made sense about what was going on in the first half, I was like, mm, no, they, they're setting us up. I just knew it, I could feel it. And, I, and we know from the previous seasons that these aren't writers who are just all of a sudden gonna fall asleep. Right. They're just lulling the rockabye baby until that wall comes, you don't know how it got there. Wow. 
Now, when these twists and turns happen for Elizabeth and Philip, especially for Elizabeth, because yeah. the thing about Elizabeth's character is the whole time she's the tough one. She doesn't care. It's all about country. Well, is she's that how soldier? Yeah. There you go. Is that how she ends up? Philip is the one who's emotional, who's thinking, who's questioning, all of that. Is that how he ends up? Can they end up together? And, and what will what, they lose? There you go. And what about their children? Mm. Now, Paige, as you said, is now involved in this final season. She's but got her wig her. and glasses. Yeah, I'm so happy to see that she finally got <laughs> inaugurated in that. And look, at the very end, when they all had their disguises on, it was hilarious. I, I love that one moment because it was so heavy. It gave me a chance to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and the son, Henry. Henry. I, Henry's one of my all-time favorite characters. Oh, he's a good kid. Good he's one kid. Of, yeah. Good actor, never was in the way. Exactly. No, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? None of that. He just wanted to go to school. <laughs> He felt like a kid from the 80s. Yeah. He felt and like an American. The way they used him. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, so what we're saying is, everybody, who's going to be left standing and where at the end of this show? And you know. There's a standoff. There has to be. Because of Stan. Yes. This the is, FBI agent who's neighbor. Who's his there you go. He lives across the way. He and they're best and friends. Phillip, oh, that scene, because it, it had to come. I was just waiting the whole time yeah, for it. I was like, yeah. oh goodness, I know where I'm going. I don't even want to watch it. That scene is one of the best scenes that's ever been concocted on television. Because for them to get those beats done the way they were done, oh, just even when it comes to Matthew's voice at the very beginning when they see Stan, it's too high and too loud. Mm. It's just little things. That was so great. Now, this is not a show that you're watching. It's going to, you know, knock you knock out. You, no, it's actually the finale was an inch by inch kind of. You really had to go scene by scene. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, I'm out of control. I can't stop this train. Exactly. And it, it, so the question is, at the end, who's going to pay and how? And I think what they came mm. up with was not obvious but it was fitting. We we are going to agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. But I'll let you finish. <laughs> so it was fitting because if you think about Elizabeth's character, there are some things that are unearthed about her and especially the way that they dropped what happened along the way in this episode. I was going, oh yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, makes sense. Also, in the real world, things can be messy. And that's what happens here at the end of The Americans. So I'll say in the ref, of course, you'll come back in. Look, I'm gonna miss The Americans. Oh, me too. It, it was an absolutely wonderful show. It was a pleasure to watch. These are people who respected their viewers throughout. Um, and Without the work. accolades. Yeah, they, yeah. They, and they came to work, they did their jobs. And that's really all we want. And I certainly knew throughout 
who I was empathizing with, even if I wasn't sure that I needed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to disagree, uh, agree to disagree about the actual finale, but I concur and wholeheartedly agree with you about everything you said about the series as a whole. It really is brilliant television that was under the radar and didn't get the proper recognition until like season four, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's when uh, it's uh, Carrie Russell and Matthew and I don't even know if the show, the show I may have gotten nominated by the Emmys, but it really was one of those, it's under the radar and when you, when it gets to Netflix or <laughs> some streaming, you're going to go, what? Where yeah. was I? Why didn't I watch this? This FX, is Amazon Prime, by the way. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay, mm-hmm. so when it gets to Prime and you're fishing around and you're like, oh, what's the Americans? You're going to realize that yes, this was happening and under our noses. Uh, very briefly, because I don't want to extend it, as far as the actual ending goes, I think I talked to the critic head on and I was like, this is how it needs to end. Mm-hmm. Um, and half of it was right. I knew that I knew that they would literally end up in a certain space. Mm-hmm. I didn't know exactly who would end up in that certain space. Um, but I do think that two things were being served here. One, this very this finale, and this is a lesson to you as 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 for us and for as uh, watchers. One. Ain't nobody gonna, uh, there's not gonna be a finale, finale, finale. It's not lucrative. It doesn't make sense business-wise. These actors who have certain film success, who are now married and have a family, uh, you know, they've been trudging away, not doing light work. This is a very heavy show. They've been doing this for over five years, just about five years. They need to move on. They need to breathe. They need to do a comedy. They need to go on vacation. <laughs> Whatever it is, let's end it and move on. The kids are growing up. Henry Page, th- there were literally kids on this show. They're growing up and they want to do other things. Listen, everybody needs a break. So when you watch the finale, you're going, and I'm not giving it all away, but I'm sort of am. Mm. When you watch the finale, you go, in my head, as a person who writes, you go, okay, that was, that was done that way so that we can come back and visit these people whether that be in a miniseries, whether that be uh, like a, a, a whole reboot of it, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be whatever, we want to be able to come back because there were a lot of open, oh, yeah. ended things that were not concluded, not just concluded, but not revisited, like the fact that Philip has another son. Yeah. <laughs> but they did revisit one major question and left that open. Oh, Yes, man. just left it open. That was stone cold. Yeah, it was. So <laughs> when I was watching that, I knew in my heart as, as someone who produces it and someone who writes, that exactly is the reason why they left certain things open. But I will say this, mm. no matter, real life is messy and not or whatever, but real life, if you believe in karma, if you believe in seed, you know, harvest, seed time, harvest, whatever it is, things are gonna come around. And there was a reckoning that still is going to have to take place. That is just the way it is. Now, what that reckoning is specifically, we will yet find out. But we do know that some things were lost. So I will say at the end of the American actual finales, was I satisfied with the show? Absolutely. Was I satisfied with the actual finale? I was like, meh. 
meh. They had this speech at the end where they, I won't say what it is, but uh, between two characters at the end, they were discussing their losses and they kind of chalked it up. And I was like, meh, meh, nope, nope, nope. So we will see the Americans again, but that's not official. (laughs) (laughs) That's coming from me. Now, listen, we went through all of these amazing shows. You can still catch them if you can. I would dart out for the for the Americans before it leaves us and then ends up on Amazon Prime or even Killing Eve or any of the premieres we talked about. You can go to whywatchthat.com uh, to take a look at our other reviews of movies and things of that nature. And we don't want to leave y'all without telling you we've got some wonderful giveaways. If you want to check that out on our website, please come and visit us either on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, or our actual website but we thank you listeners for tuning in every week and we promise we will talk about tv again